2: Welcome to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, F.P. Santangelo, Jr., Russell Jackman. And I know Bird is going to be coming back. He was on about a half an hour ago, had to leave. He'll be coming back again. Uh, at each commercial break, we're going to ask a sports trivia question. Today's trivia theme is the NFL. We have to kind of finish off our, our NFL until at least the uh, the Super Bowl ends uh when we don't have a guest today uh i hear mr Vern glenn popping on here uh when, when we come back there's a few yeah, little tidbits uh i wanted to talk about hey Vern, um there. yeah we just we just uh, started this uh first segment here we're just kind of talking about what well, uh, the trivia themes could be the nfl uh, sure you, you guys ever heard of pickleball yeah of course. yeah,
3: yeah. It's, it's, 20- one of, it's, it's one of my v- most viewed stories that i ever posted yeah. Really? <coughs> wow. Thousands,
2: thousands. Really? really? Wow. That's amazing. Um. Yeah. I had never even heard of it until uh, the resort that we foreclosed on uh, some. This is back, I think, about it, at least 10 years ago. These guys came from Florida and they said, well, where's pickleball? And I said, what? And then they had to explain it to me. I said, that sounds like a lot of fun. So we took the basketball court and we had a net. And then we just kind of, you know, drew some lines and stuff. And there you go. There's pickleball. Fastest right? growing sport in America. Yeah, exactly. That's what I was, was going to mention. And stay out of the kitchen. Yep. That's right. Yeah. Yep. That's phrase. Right. That is a term. Yeah. That's right. When I try to explain to people, I say it's sort of like you're, it's like you're standing on a ping pong table or you're, you're it's like a small tennis court. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, except the uh, the rackets are more hard, and the ball is kind of one of those old, like a hard ball yeah. type. Of well, thing. we'll know that it's made it
4: when we have our first steroid scandal. <laughs> <laughs>
2: exactly. All right, this segment of Sports Econ One Hundred and One is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, still providing mortgage investments currently yielding over seven percent, secured by real estate. Check them out: pacificprivatemoney.com. dot com. Don't touch that dial. Sports Econ One we One. I'll be right back.
5: You've found the house of your dreams, but your personal banker is telling you he cannot offer a loan until your current home is sold. The real estate market is highly competitive, and you don't want to lose the opportunity. What now? This scenario is all too familiar,
0: especially in today's fast-moving real estate market. No worries. I've got great news. I'm Mark Hanf, CEO of Pacific Private Money. As a private lender, We are able to offer loans up to 100% of the purchase price on that dream home with fast, easy, and affordable financing, allowing you to compete on the same level as cash buyers. Pacific Private Money allows you the flexibility to move on your terms, not your bankers. Give us a call and let us show you how Pacific Private Money can help make buying your next home easier than you ever thought possible. 415-926-4444 or find us online at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Are you looking for a safer way to invest? The Freedom Fund at Pacific Private Money offers flexible investing opportunities. I'm Mark Honf, CEO of Pacific Private Money, and I invite you to hear what Tim has to say about our Freedom Fund.
6: Pacific Private Money provides my ideal balance of security and liquidity, giving me
7: steady
0: monthly income at a profitable RA, backed by solid real estate holdings. The Freedom Fund earns nearly seven times the return available from the best bank savings account and still allows me access to my money as needed. I personally prefer investing with a trustworthy company backed by real estate than the volatile upsets of the stock market. You too can be earning consistent returns on your savings or retirement accounts. Give us a call to learn more. 415-926-4444, 415-926-4444, or visit us at PacificPrivateMoney.com. Do your current investments have you on pins and needles? Let's talk about an opportunity to earn 6 to 10% on investment through real estate-secured debt. I'm Mark Honf, CEO at Pacific Private Money. For over a decade, our clients have been earning at above-market yields secured by California real estate. Here's what our investor Carolyn had to say about investing with Pacific Private Money. I've been a highly satisfied investor with Pacific Private Money since 2014. I'm impressed with their competence, integrity, and transparency. Even through recent uncertain times, it was comforting to hold an investment that didn't keep me up at night while offering a reliable return. In seven years, I've never regretted investing with Pacific Private Money. You too can be earning consistent returns on your savings and retirement accounts. Give us a call to learn more, 415-926-4444, or visit us at pacificprivatemoney.com.
2: Welcome back to Sports palm 101, Edward Brown, Vernon Glenn, F.P. Sanchez, and Russell Jackson. Uh, just really quickly about pickleball. Uh, when I found out about it, uh, and I went to go visit one of the sister resorts down in uh, the, I guess, the Palm Springs area, Desert Springs. Holy smokes. If they don't have a bunch of courts all set up to play pickleball. I mean, it is. And they get tournaments, and they, I mean, it's big, big stuff. Yeah,
3: it's, it's on... It's on it's on national
2: TV. I mean, they have, you know,
7: it's, it's a thing. Yeah, Yeah, it is a thing. It's absolutely crazy right now how it's exploding in popularity. Everybody I know is playing it. Everybody's asked me if I have a racket and it's so funny. The first time I was introduced to pickleball was probably in sixth grade PE in middle school. And I was like, this is, this is like a lame version of tennis, but everyone's playing it now. And you see, it's the fastest growing sport. When you said that term, you know what kids told me it's the fastest growing sport in America? Lacrosse kids. And now lacrosse is kind of, you know, kind of petering out a little bit. So wow. it's really interesting to see the future of pickleball. But hey, it's a lot of fun. And if you're being active and you're outdoors, I'm all in. That's well, and doing. here's
2: the other thing is that, you know, you get to be uh, closer to my age and running around a tennis court. You know, it's not as easy as it used to be, but a pickleball kind of still, still kind of handle it. All right. Um, uh, FP, e., you were talking about something numbers-wise when we were in the break.
7: Well, yeah, guys. We can't bury the lead here. The number one story, of course, this weekend was the NFL Divisional round, okay? Mm-hmm. And it was awesome. There was a lot of good games. Yeah. Some games are kind of blowouts. I mean, I think the biggest stunner we could talk about was the Bengals over the Bills. It was just complete dominance. And yeah. we thought it was going to be a good game, but we didn't see dominance like that coming. But... Mm-hmm. I have the numbers here. I mean, this is Sports Econ 101. The NFL divisional run was the third best ever viewing-wise, but it was down 2% from last year, which is interesting. Huh. And the the biggest game of the weekend, to no surprise, was 49ers-Cowboys drawing 45.7 million viewers, which is the second best divisional game on record. What was the third? So it was 2017 Packers and Cowboys was the was number one. And that had, I think, 48 million viewers. So pretty incredible stuff. Right. But I was looking at these numbers this morning, guys, and I want to get your thoughts. We're seeing like a huge uh, explosion in the tech industry right now. Right. Or implosion. I should say the bubbles popping. Right. I was thinking sports wise, is this ever going to happen to sports? Do you think there's going to be a sports bubble that pops where people are just over it? There's too much money in the game. There's too much investments. Everybody just bails out of sports. I don't think so because you know you see
4: table, you know, expand and 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 people are watching more TV than they ever really have, or on the internet, or so forth. People have the yeah. ability to see more than they ever have before. And there's always money in that. There's always going to be advertising. There's always going to be revenue to be had. In fact, in fact you know, what we see, you just pointed out, you know, like how for the, uh,
3: the game.
2: Yeah, Russell, your, your uh, mic is cutting that in and out a little bit there.
3: Yeah. I don't think so, there's any such thing as too much money, though, you know, in the corporate yeah. world.
7: Just <laughs> bring it up. That's true, Vern. I guess I'm saying I see a trend in a lot of sports, and we've discussed this. With a lot of sports struggling, except for probably the NFL and soccer, right? Major League Baseball is having its problems. The NBA is having a lot of regional problems with ratings, right? There's only like three teams that are actually pulling positive ratings at the end of the day.
2: What, what do you think that is? Why do you think that is? Because basketball got really
7: popular. I think it's a lot of because of load management. I think a lot of players aren't playing all the time. I think it's a game that you go to, right? It's a show that you go to, but you are not. You don't really feel like you need to watch the game until you know uh, it gets to that point in the season where teams are competing for the last few spots of the playoffs. And then the playoff ratings are great in the NBA. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. It's like March Madness, too. The March Madness ratings are great in college. But leading up to March Madness, nobody really cares unless it's a big rivalry, right? It's just it's unless you're a diehard fan. Yeah, numbers show that.
2: I'm I'm wondering if we're
7: ever going to have sports fatigue. It's just yeah, and there 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 aren't enough diehard
3: fans Hmm. until you know crunch time actually happens. The NBA, the numbers are going to go up mid-April on because yeah, that's that's why they have you know the play-in game. They have these these extra layers. They're they're trying to do what they can, but uh, but you're right, FP. Yeah, regular season. On a, on a on a Tuesday night and in Orlando against uh New Orleans. It's just
2: No, I definitely gotta say that during during March Madness, especially when you get down to you know maybe the sweet sixteen, that's when it really gets uh it gets exciting. Yeah.
3: Um so well, you're we, you're CBS, so we need you watching all the time.
2: Well, of course. <laughs> so uh, a couple things. Um okay so you're mentioning about the bangles. Uh now apparently there's been so much betting on the Bengals. And I don't know if this is oh, yeah. how well they played or because Mahomes with his leg, who knows what's going on there. Uh, but now the Bengals are favored, right? That's and really interesting. Awesome. Yeah,
3: it started off <laughs> as a half-point dog, and now they're a uh what two and a half, one
2: yeah, and a half, two and, and a half point favorite, it, or something like that. Only it only has to do with betting. It's very similar, like when when I used to sell a lot of insurance, right? Yeah. It, you you could be the most dangerous uh uh, occupation in the world but if there are never any claims those guys are going to have really good premiums versus once you look at and you go why would that be a dangerous job well the only people putting claims in and it's all based on the money side go ahead well
7: i i gotta talk about the line real quick though it was probably one of the craziest lines ever if you like watch football even casually you're like something's wrong here vegas knows something that we don't the line was eight and a half points okay wow. So and the Bengals were playing so good, so that means if the Bengals were with eight and a half points of the Bills, right, you're going to get your money, you're going to win the bet. They ended up blowing out the Bills, like we everybody thought coming into this game, it was going to be a relatively good game. The Bengals were playing great. The Bills, you know, kind of looked weird against Miami. They thought this was going to be a great, like everybody thought this was going to be a great game. But Vegas had the the Bengals as eight and a half point underdogs, which is crazy. So everybody just cashed in on that bet. And Vegas lost a lot of money.
2: Well, I wonder how. Um, uh, I wonder how. And again, they're both cold weather playing teams, and they're both, yeah. both You know, they both have the same advantage or disadvantage. I wonder how how different the game would be would have been had been just a regular, you know, normal October day.
7: Yeah, yeah, it would have been interesting. But to me, that was one of the weirdest lines of the year, and it almost was so good and so juicy to so many betters. I don't bet. But hearing from all my friends that do that, they were telling me, like, dude, this is what's what's up? Is there like somebody injured? Is Joe Burrow hurt? Is, like, what's going on here? Because this is just this line doesn't make sense. And a lot of people took the Bengals and it paid off. So, yeah.
3: Wow. Yeah. So now you got a scenario where you get once again for the second straight year, the two teams are going to tackle each other again. And uh, I'll say this from Cincinnati. I don't know about you, Beth P., but uh, Joe Burrow and those guys. They don't fear anybody. Yeah, anybody. No, they're, they're, they're one of those anytime, anywhere. We'll play on pavement, and then and Burrow. Boy, <laughs> he just doesn't. I mean, he just doesn't care. I mean, does, not that he doesn't respect the other opponent, but he yeah, just yeah, yeah. <laughs> he he he's just going just full bore in there, going, "Hey boys, let's let, let's get this done." And yeah, they do. Cool.
2: Well, the new come- Joe cool when we come back we'll obviously talk about the 49ers also. <clears throat> but along that along those lines, uh, Brock Purdy kind of seems the same way. It's like, uh, "Hey, I'm an NFL quarterback. I don't care if I've been here, uh, you know, if I'm a rookie or if I've been here 10 years. This is how you play the game." You know? Mm-hmm. I love that. Okay, you guys ready for our first uh, trivia question on the NFL? Here we Got go. Uh, this one this one this one actually caught me for a loop. What city Did the Redskins play in before they moved to Washington?
7: Okay, right. I I, I always thought
2: they were the Washington Redskins, but uh, I was wrong. Um, Email Edward at sports.com. 101 I
4: know this. I think I know this one. You think
2: you know this one? Okay. What city did the Redskins play in before they moved to Washington? All right. Stay with us. Sports.com. 101 We'll be right back. Do not touch that dial. Back to Sports Econ One Hundred and One. Edward Brown here, along with Effie Santangelo Jr., Vernon Glenn, and Russell Jackman. Our first trivia question on the NFL: What city did the Redskins play in before they moved to Washington? Uh, and uh, Russ, th- well, yeah, do you, do you, uh, the only one who knows it is Russ, right? Sheboygan. No, oh,
7: I, know I thought it, it was. I know it, but I looked I, it up. I, so I, I,
3: I had said Pottsville, but uh, I, I don't know. I. What what, what city?
7: Go ahead, Effie. It's Boston. Boston. Yeah, yeah.
2: The Boston. They were the
3: Redskins. Boston Redskins for how long?
7: Anybody know for a few years. So I'm looking it up now. In 1932, they were known as the Boston Braves, and they changed their name in 1937 before they moved to the Redskins.
2: Gotcha. Yeah.
3: Very good. All right. Braves. That was, I, was already, already a Boston Braves baseball team. So yeah. Uh, so was, yeah.
7: It's really interesting. So, like, if you look at the history, there's a great video on YouTube. A lot of the NFL or the the football teams tried to take the same name as the baseball teams. And the only one that stuck was the New York football giants. Because they wanted to have the New York football giants, the New York baseball giants. So then Boston did the same thing. They wanted the Boston football Braves. And then, yeah, yeah, it's this huge thing. You know, it's funny
2: for years, the St. Louis Cardinals. Yeah, right. Man, well, a lot of people forget that the Cardinals, you know, uh, came out to, to Phoenix, but uh, and then you know they had the Rams go to St. Louis and all that. But yeah, for you many years, the St. Louis Cardinals.
7: Yeah, the, it, there's a very interesting video: the evolution of sports names and how I came to be in the U.S. And it, I highly recommend it. It's very fascinating.
3: And, you know, story, about, quick story. I'll tell you, I'll tell you a quick you're, story. You're, you're, you're I, uh, I had a doctor's appointment. Am I in and out again? Am I low again? Yeah, I'm not sure why.
2: Hello, hello, hello? You're, you're, you're cutting in and out hello. of there, my friend. I'll tell you while you're while you're figuring that one out. Let me go ahead and uh, I'll tell you my little Saint. Right, go ahead. My little Saint Louis Cardinals one. So uh, doing the um, Dave Casper, in the Joe Morgan Memorial Golf Tournament. Um, uh, I got to play with Mel Gray and, you know, now he's like 75 years old, but he used to be a wide receiver for the St. Louis Cardinals football team. Right. And he was, he was a good player. i uh, not, not a hall of famer, but a, but a good player. And, uh, and son of a gun, if, if, boy, if he couldn't drive the ball like crazy. And I, I just kind of looked and I said, no, I am not letting a 75 year old man out drive <laughs> me. You <know>? That's <laughs> that was my Mel That's Gray funny. story, but uh, go ahead, Bert. Well,
3: again. I was I was here <laughs> now.
5: Oh, oh man. good.
3: Okay, so I'm getting my blood pressure checked at the doctor's office, and it was just some young twenty-something, and uh, we're talking. She's like, "Oh yeah, I really love sports. I love football. I know everything about it." And I go, and then she goes, "What was your What was your favorite team growing up?" And I said, uh, "I said the Baltimore Colts." She goes, "No, no, no. You mean Indianapolis?" <laughs> I went, "You didn't know you were in Baltimore before Indianapolis, did you?" Uh, n- no. Oh no. Yeah.
2: <laughs> there you go. Oh, I love that story. <laughs> that's funny. That's pretty good. Uh let's see here. So um same deal, same, same, deal with Paul Newman.
3: Oh, he's the guy on the salad bottle. Nobody knows he was ever an actor. Oh yeah? That's true. John Matt John Matt <laughs> the, the, the the, the the John Mad the, the the video game nobody yep. knows he was a coach. Yeah, well, so the
2: same thing with Ronald Reagan. They yeah. go, he was just a president, right? He was never an actor. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Actually, he was the giver. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's think, right. Does anyone know the the latest on uh, Patrick Mahomes' leg? Because he got kind of gnarled out there at that game. I think well, well, he came back right in now. the second half.
7: Yeah, and he
2: yeah,
3: he's
7: looking. just day to day. I got mad. So, guys, I want to talk about. He did not Go ahead, Effie. I want to talk about the next round. It's very interesting because it's the exact same as last year, only replaced the Rams with the Eagles, right? Yeah. So I'm wondering if okay. there's going to be kind of fatigue from other NFL viewers. And one of the most interesting stats in the AFC, too, that I just saw the other day on Twitter is that in the past, I think, 12 years, the AFC championship has only been in three places. Can you name those three places? Okay, New England. New England. Anyone? Well, five straight years, Kansas City. Kansas right? City and, then, and the other one. Only one year is at this place.
2: Uh,
7: Indianapolis. It was Pittsburgh Steelers.
2: Oh.
7: So isn't that pretty crazy to think about? In 12 is. years, the AFC Championship game has only been in three places. So I, I'm really interested. I'm sure yeah. the, the appetite for football here is crazy in America. But I think it's interesting how we always see, like, these patterns of dominance in this sport – and people still come back and everybody's still mm-hmm. watching. It. Yeah.
2: For years, you know, like uh NBA, Boston versus the Lakers, you know. Yeah. You know, then the Bulls, Ryfrey, the Bulls. Yeah. Yeah. But of well, course, you just know, have Michael Jordan. You always want to see him.
3: It's just one of those things where, you know, a lot of times the best team doesn't always win. But the best team that day. Yeah, wins yeah. the football game, and 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 nobody thinks about the freaky stuff that happens. Batted ball in the air, caught by a defender, run back. You know, fumbles, injuries. Yep. You know, people just you know.
4: George Kittle's off-the-helmet catch.
3: Yeah, <laughs> how about that? He wasn't even the primary receiver on that play. He was just, <laughs> trying, to, he was just trying to get space, and he caught the football. So, yeah.
2: so, so as a as a a fan watching the game, uh, and I'm sure you guys did too. Your heart kind of skip a, a couple of beats when um, was it? Uh, come on, who's the running back for the for the Niners who uh, ran out of bounds? or shouldn't have? Elijah Mitchell. Oh, Elijah Mitchell. Oh, Elijah yeah. Mitchell. Yeah, we're going, stay in bounds, stay in bounds. <laughs> and then uh, uh, when uh, who who was going to get the sack uh for a safety? uh Armstead. Um, I, Eric I, Armstead. I yeah. 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 And if I I'm thinking and again. I, I I haven't asked him this question, but I'm guessing he was kind of concerned about like I don't want to have any. You know, roughing the pass or penalty. That is
3: exactly what he said.
2: Yeah, I don't want to whistle
3: for any of that because he knows. He knows just, yeah, freaky hankies can just go up for for anything, and 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 the quarterback is like, you know, a a piece of you know
2: ten. It's like at least jump up and try to try to block the ball. You know, I mean, I I I had to think. I go that can be the only logical reason. You know.
3: Yeah. That's exactly what he said after the game
2: yep (laughs) well okay then it's excusable then um yeah they uh the the cowboys just uh did not have it that uh uh that day but i wanted to mention this quick thing here so tom brady got fined for attempting to trip a cowboy after an interception uh um, uh uh uh, hooker i think it was um now it's kind of interesting because you know it's sort of like you know, when when let's say uh, from a crime stand- standpoint, right? Let's say domestic violence, you want to catch the person before they actually commit the crime. Now, obviously, penalties are a little different than crimes. You don't want to go, okay. Well, wait till after you kill the person. and go, okay. Now you go to jail. So you kind of look at like uh, this tripping situation. And and Brady admitted that he did he did try to trip him because he kind of missed him with his arms and stuff. And so, uh, oh, yeah. So he, and the officials didn't see. The, the, or, well they, let's put it this way they may have seen it on replay but because they, they did uh, a replay and they did do a penalty on on one of the other uh there was some kind of a tough tussle going on but they didn't they didn't call a penalty on on brady but after when when the powers that be looked at the film they, they say hey, wait a minute he uh, he tried to trip him there now he didn't do it but they still find him like you know 16 grand which is nothing for him but what do you guys think about the idea of, uh, you know, either fining or throwing a penalty for a, an attempt at a penalty? You know, it's something that didn't happen. You know what I mean? It's a
3: judgment call. I mean, I, yeah, I mean, what are you going to do? You yeah, know, because I mean, you, could, been,
7: really, you been, could have really hurt been a, him if he gets slide into him that way. Yeah. yeah. And you know how those It's things been go? a rough
3: playoff run for a lot of these referees, too.
7: It has been. And you know how those things go, which is really interesting. And I love to hear uh, Russell's input on this. What happens is the agent will call somebody, will call the the league office and be like, hey, so-and-so tried to trip my client. Will anything come of this? And then that's how people get fined. It happens all the time. It's the agents Mm -hmm. that really facilitate these fines. Because they're like, my client was put in harm's way. He Yeah. Broke this code right here. He was trying to attempt to harm my client. We need to watch out for this. And maybe the player himself went to his agent. I don't think he would. But sometimes that happens. And then sometimes the NFL officiating crew rewatches the tape and like, oh, look at what Brady did right there. I think that's that's more the case.
4: I think I don't think they listen to agents all that much because then agents would be calling up like every week, all yeah, the do. time, constantly saying, yeah. you know, every player would probably like say, I was held, I was tripped, I was I mean, football is a physical thing. In fact, you know, when there's a fumble, you know, I've heard that like probably the worst situation in any sport yeah. is to be underneath the uh, yeah. the dog pile during a fumble. I've heard yeah. that the things that happen to players during the scrum when they're trying to get a ball. I mean the things that get grabbed and, yep.
2: and, yeah. bit, butch, and you get bit if you, if you can and bit pull and pulled
4: and, that, and you know. scratch. Yeah and all yeah. that during well, think
2: about it you got to have at least a thousand pounds on you.
4: Yeah and then, no one can see it. I mean no one yeah. can see what's going on underneath the, the dog pile. And so what what guys are doing to the other guys to try to get the ball loose. I've heard that in an average fumble scrum
2: that, that the ball changes hands like six or seven times. Yeah, I know. That that's that's a challenging job for the for the refs
7: because there's so oh, much yeah. so much flesh
2: and, and very little pig skin that you can you see where oh, I had that ball. Then he just took it from me.
7: So I just want to comment what uh, Russell said, like, I've gotten to know some people in league offices, and they tell me it's crazy how many agents call like every single day about something. And the big one is in baseball, which is crazy. So say that you're a pitcher. Okay, you're a high profile pitcher, and it's a contractor, especially okay. Yeah. And one of your teammates, uh, like, it looks like it's an error, but they scored a hit right? Oh, so, so they score it a hit. It's bad yeah. for you, but good for your teammate, right? Because an error is a big deal for a defender. Well, guess what agents will do? They'll call the league office. Rewind they'll the ask team them team to change it to an error, which aff- negatively affects their teammates' I, salary yeah. eventually. Oh,
2: wow.
7: And then helps wow. themselves out. That. And that's that happens all the time. Wow. It's that's great. Hey,
2: guys, we're wow. going to cut you. That's really weird. Okay. Uh, yeah. Really quickly, uh, in 1985, the Bears... Uh, Chicago Bears only lost one game to which team? All right, stay with us. Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back.
8: Live life at the Mount View Hotel and Spa in Calistoga. Every afternoon, we have vino and vinyl wine tasting. And on Friday, Saturday, and Sundays, once the weather gets a little better, join us for dinner and a movie on-site as we've remodeled our location to accommodate our outdoor movie theater. When you're ready for a change of scenery, make yourself at home at the Mount View Hotel and Spa in Calistoga. As a small boutique hotel, there are never large crowds. And we offer beautiful indoor and outdoor socially distanced space so you can relax and continue to live life making memories for 100 years mountviewhotel.com
5: tahoe lakeshore lodge and spa provides guests with an all lakefront hotel in south lake tahoe where every lodge room and condominium has a view of the lake and mountains hotel rooms offer lodge pine furnishings gas fireplace and a full lake view condominiums offer private bedroom full kitchen and living area with a fireplace Guests can relax or play on over 500 feet of private beach and enjoy a dip in the outdoor heated pool and hot tub that are also lakeside. Element Day Spa, located inside the hotel, offers individual and couples packages with treatments inspired by Tahoe's nature. The Tahoe Lakeshore Lodge and Spa, located close to all of South Lake Tahoe summer and winter activities. Perfect for individual and group getaways to the lake and mountains. No added resort fees here. Call 800-448-4577 or go to lakeshorelodge.com. The number one calculator for property and note investors, the Real
6: ROI Calculator. Increase profitability by 10 times using the 20 different exit strategies on multiple real estate deals over any time period, all while measuring important financial indicators such as ROI, XIRR, and yield. The additional features include debt financing for initial purchases, bridge loans, seller finance notes, and turnkey rentals to make this a must-have tool. Head over to RealROICalculator.com to download the free version and start multiplying your profits today. RealROICalculator.com. Mountain Mike's Pizza. You've heard our phrase, pizza the way it ought to be. But did you know that our famous pepperoni large pizza has over 100 pieces of pepperoni on it? Our dough and shredded cheese are made fresh daily, never frozen. Having a party? We have a great room for parties and a video arcade with tickets and prizes for kids. Located at 2100 4th Street in San Rafael, you'll enjoy your pizza the way it ought to be. Call us at 415-454-4300. That's Mountain Mike's Pizza in San Rafael. We all know in this current real estate market, great deals are hard to find. We may have a solution for you. If you want exclusive off-market real estate deals delivered to your inbox every single month, then you need to sign up for Scottsdale REI's Trade Desk by visiting ScottsdaleREI.com slash Trade Desk. Scottsdale REI delivers exclusive access to off-market mortgage notes like performing loans, non-performing loans, and even REOs every single month. Just head over to ScottsdaleREI.com slash Trade Desk and sign up up
2: welcome back to Sports econ 101 one more time i'm edward brown your host along with fb santangelo jr Vern glenn and russell jackman our second trivia question uh in 1985 the bears only lost one game to which team and if i'm not mistaken this same team did it again to another team but i can't remember which one it was
3: <laughs> was it green uh, bay was it no. or the patriots i uh, know
2: I don't know. It, it was uh, an AFC team, though.
3: Yeah. Uh, the Dolphins? Yes. Okay.
2: Oh, nice. And I, I'm trying to remember who else they, they, they ruined a perfect season for, which is kind of interesting, because the whole idea of a perfect season, because of the 72 Dolphins, you know, uh, with uh, which... Oh, you know what? For some reason, I, I just was thinking... I don't know why I thought about this. Sal Bando just died. Yeah.
3: Yeah, yeah
2: it <laughs> happened on Saturday. Saturday morning. Love yeah. to watch. I loved I, it. Man, I knew... I knew this. I knew every player on that team. I was oh, oh, man, I was in the early '70s and that was the, the A's. That was great, just great. And apparently,
3: out of everybody on that team, all those superstars, Sal Banda was the he was the dad of the team. Like like if, if Sal said, "Hey, cut it out,"
2: then oh, okay. <laughs> really? Yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. He
3: was yeah he was. Oh, he's a
2: third baseman. You know, third baseman kind was, of have that uh, swagger about him.
3: Yeah, he was the grown-up in the
2: room. Yeah. But I, I, I would be very nervous to play third base, you know, in the, in the big leagues. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's one thing if you're right. in a center fielder or something. I mean, I know there's a lot of action. You can get hurt and all that. But it ain't the same as being on the hot corner.
7: Yeah, but the fields are so manicured. You don't have to worry about a rock like you do in college or high school. Yeah. Like if it, <laughs> I've seen some gross, gross injuries where the field's not manicured right. And obviously, they just don't have the resources to. And it yeah. takes a weird hop off the lip of the grass or yeah. off a Ew. rock and just Ew. shatters a kid's teeth or gets them in the nether Ugh. regions.
4: You wouldn't oh, be worried about being oh, a yeah. catcher and having the bat like swinging and, and yeah. the mask or, or a ball, you know, go right into your <laughs> chin or something like that. I mean,
2: that, yeah, that's what you had Chuck Yeager, or Chuck Yeager, um, Steve Yeager, excuse me, had, uh, you know, the, because he got hit twice in the throat. Yeah. Uh, and then one, one time the bat splintered and hit him in the throat. In fact, I remember yeah. I remember just playing just playing softball, right? And the catcher, for whatever reason, wanted to get the bat out of the way. And he just tossed it, but he tossed it too hard and he broke the umpire's hand. Yeah. Whoa. That umpire was not happy
7: at all. <laughs> it, it's a if it's a play at the plate, that's gotta be on the guy that's on deck to throw the bat away. So that way.
2: Yeah, but I mean this was like a little, I mean, the catcher was a little bit of an odd duck anyway. And, oh. and, and the bat really wasn't that close, but I guess he just thought, you know, who knows? This could be a home run, and it's like, it, you know, just instead of tossing it, he just threw it wildly. Interesting.
7: <laughs> Interesting. All right,
2: do we have any Super Bowl predictions, guys? Oh God. <laughs> well, first, who's going to get into the Super Bowl? Yeah, that's that's the big question. That's yep. the big question.
3: And 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 does does the NFC champion? Win the Super Bowl? Is the AFC champion?
2: Well, first let's go to the AFC. Okay, is uh, is it gonna be Kansas City or is or Cincinnati going to do it again? I'm so going.
3: Then... I'm going Cincinnati for, for whatever. I'm
2: Cincinnati? Just going Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati will Cincinnati. do it again too, especially if Mahomes you know is kind of limping. Uh, and in fact, Cincinnati did it at uh Kansas City last year too. If I, I remember think It's correctly. funny that, yep.
3: that, that that everybody talks about Mahomes, right?
2: Yeah.
3: He goes that of the game. Chad Henning comes in yeah and, and he leads a 98 yard drive for a yeah. score it's a it, it's a team record
2: yeah
3: it might be even a league record for longest
2: playoff maybe, drive yeah maybe maybe yeah, yeah no he yeah. came in like he owned the team go ahead epi well
7: i was just gonna say i mean i it, it's really hard to beat a team four times in a row in the nfl okay so the Bengals with joe burrow are three oh against the chiefs that's pretty crazy. The Chiefs look like the weakest, but usually when the team looks the weakest in the NFL, they usually win. It's just a very weird <laughs> thing. <laughs> well, right? I don't think he's, he's going to take
2: him for granted, though. Uh, we yeah. lost Vern. Yeah, we lost Vern. I right mean,
7: all, all, all we know in the NFL is, like, they're probably going to play up this injury. They're going to be like, oh, he can't even walk, you know. He's in a walking boot. He might even show up in a walking boot, right? And for all oh. we know, he could be perfectly fine. That's just how the NFL operates. It's all about misdirection. And smoke yeah. and mirrors. So. Well, my dad,
2: my dad used to tell me that when he would watch Jim Brown play, you know, they always were gunning for Jim Brown, and he would limp back to the huddle, and then the other team would kind of think, "Okay, great, we got him," and then it'd just come <laughs> right back out again. <laughs> that's him. That's it. That's him. Yeah, uh, okay, that's so him. so it uh, seems like uh, most of us are going for Cincinnati. They
7: can I'll go Chiefs. So so I'll just go the okay. other way. Uh, I don't really believe that in my heart, but I think, uh, I think, yeah, I'm going, oh, uh, yeah, I'm going Cincinnati this
4: time. Boy, that that win against the Bills was just so blew me away so much because you know, it's supposed yeah. to. I, I'm wondering if, if Josh Allen might become like the new, uh, uh, version of, um, Dan Marino, yeah, you know, that everyone said he, you know, this is his year. He's going to do it. He's one of the phenoms. He's, you know, the future of of the NFL, and and again, he doesn't win anything. Um, But, you know, I just, Kansas City just has so many weapons, and the fact that they'll be home field, I don't see Cincinnati being able to pull that off twice, even if they have to play Chad Henney. So I'm going to go with the Chiefs.
2: All right, so we got uh, Ray and I with Cincinnati, and uh, and, uh, F.B. and uh, Russell going for the Chiefs. Okay, now you got the the, ca- the um, Eagles and Niners.
4: 100% 49ers. Well, well you, you'd say that anyway. I will. And, and of course. I look at how far I've been
2: right so far. <laughs> yeah, I know, but you, you you honestly though you would say that if they were down yes. three if they were down to three players, it hurt. Right, <laughs>
4: we've made it this far. The niners have the best, have have the most balance. Of any
3: of the teams right now,
2: I'm still a little concerned about the secondary, but that's just me. Yeah, uh, go ahead, Vern. What do you think?
3: I don't know about that, Russ. I don't know about the most balance of any team. I mean, the the Eagles are pretty loaded in every area, and the Eagles have a running quarterback. How do the 49ers do against running quarterbacks? Not very well. That's so, no, but, I, the, I t- but their running back uh, isn't uh, CMC uh, uh, either. That's They're true. running. They
4: they don't have a running back the quality of the CMC. And CMC was bottled up against Dallas. I think he's going to explode against uh, against Philadelphia.
2: <laughs> yeah. No, is that his nickname now, CMC? He, 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 oh, it has been. It's it always been. It's, oh, okay. Yeah, it has, in
7: his career. It's been. Well, serious.
3: that 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 those
7: are the initials
3: of his name.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Right, i mean, again, Yeah.
3: His he, is it? Is Jalen? Yeah. So I. Uh, Burt, though, uh, isn't, doesn't
2: he hurt a little bit? He, he is. Jalen hurts. Not right.
3: He's, yeah. He's, he's, Supposed, to say, I Supposed, supposed to have something wrong with his shoulder, but it looked pretty good to me as they just took the Giants and tore them apart. But uh, no. this is going to be a tough one. In fact, I'm I'm flying out there Saturday morning, and um, and I'll be covered there for my station on Sunday. Uh, it's it's going to be hostile. It's going to be one of these body bag, beat them up kind of kind of games. So it's very I, I expect it to be similar to the Cowboy game. i
4: have a philadelphia question for you Pats
3: or genos 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 steaks
4: okay that's (laughs) that and and they're right across the
3: street from each other yeah Yeah, that's something right i'm a
4: pats guy i'm a pats
3: guy okay
4: fine right you know (laughs) that, that that divides the city you know, literally, people people throw that around, and they want to know what are you a Pats or Gino's guy? You know? right, right,
2: McDonald's, Burger King. I don't know.
3: Even more, it's an even oh, more volatile. Even okay, more volatile. Uh, FP, uh, right, right, right now, as, as 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 I'm doing this show right now, and then again, I have the rest of the week to change my mind. I I I'm I'm, I'm coughing up Eagles feathers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> even, even though I cover the 49er team, sure. I just uh, – man, uh, 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 unless D'Amico – this will be D'Amico Ryan's masterpiece, if he can figure this thing He's
6: out.
7: Hurt. Yeah. I, 100%. A, he'll be a head coach uh, pretty soon. Go ahead. Yeah, he will be. So there's two huge deciding factors in this, and one of them hasn't been brought up. The Eagles' defense is one of the worst run defenses in the NFL, believe it or not. Bloody first, yeah. They struggle with the run game. So Hmm, isn't
3: that supposed to be the Cowboys' Achilles' heel too?
7: Yeah, which it it actually the second half. It really started to show in the second half. Yeah, did if if you can break down that defensive wall and have their way with them, that's the ball game. But we know that's what Shanahan wants to do exactly. But this defensive line is twice as good as the Cowboys' defensive line, and Brock Purdy has really got to step up and I'm really concerned about that. I think he's been great so far. I think he's yeah. phenomenal, but there's a guy on the other side with 16 sacks and I think their front four all have 10 sacks or four. it's just absolutely famine or feast for these guys. And yeah, cause when pretty, it's going to be ugly.
2: Yeah. When, when, when Purdy has time, he, he, he does very well, but yeah, I mean, it's kind of, kind of typical with a regular quarterback, but, uh, but definitely when he gets flushed out quickly, I mean, no, you know he he still rises above the occasion. He really does. He has
3: he has raised the bar for himself for so long. I mean, it, yeah. it, it was it, it was no wonder that that at, at, at some point at some point he had to kind of look rookie like. Yeah. yeah. we saw in the first half of the Cowboys game. Yeah. But but getting back to this, I mean, Hur- let, Let's just put Hurts is better than Dak Prescott. Yeah. Like, come on. Oh, He's yeah. the MVP.
7: He's the MVP. We're talking about the mvp it's cmc
3: crazy. is the mvp
7: it's well, crazy he's he, not he, getting more love russell yeah, I agree. he won't get it
2: but uh but he definitely deserves at least uh, you
4: look at how the niners have transformed from a mediocre yeah. team to being you
7: know unstoppable
2: know, no, all because of cmc i i agree right. Right. i agree
7: it's it's unfortunate he doesn't get the love he deserves now
2: wouldn't wouldn't it be crazy if it ends up being the niners and the Bengals for a third yeah I mean, yeah it'd I mean, be
7: cool it should have been that
4: last year would that be something. Somewhere yeah, a, yeah. somewhere Chris Collinsworth is gonna be, you know, <laughs> suiting up. And you know what's back
2: funny? To... When he was a player, I couldn't stand him. He just he had this attitude and he just thought he was just the greatest thing. I but changed. I, well, you know what? I, I think age changes you and he hates a the
7: 49ers so much. He does. Yeah.
2: He hates you can
7: understand
3: it. How personal yeah. it is for him i mean come on yeah. you know but, but i but i don't, think
2: he, I don't think he hassles he doesn't see, he seems to when i listen to him he, he seems a little bit more objective uh I mean,
7: you he's, know. Got, he's, he's got good in, of in talking to broadcasters that used to be players obviously my father was one yeah you kind of like you kind of lose that competitive edge in the booth a little bit and you just start to call the game and paint the picture right but trust me, in the beginning, I noticed this really in the beginning of my father's career when he was in the broadcast booth, he was rooting for a team to win always. <laughs> you tell. I, knew I knew him. Like I was like, I'm like, hey, call the game. I know you're upset about you know, the umpire not calling that call a strike or, you know, it's a bang bang play at first. Just relax. Like, call the game. And, and I'm sure a lot of other of his mentors did the same and told him, like, hey, man, just call the game, right? And you do a good job of that. And eventually you just become a broadcaster, not a player anymore. But the funniest thing, working with guys that just got done playing, and I did this a lot at NBC, they still have that player in them. And trust me, off the screen, they're cussing at the TV. Why is it so-and-so in there? This is, you know, screaming and yelling, and they're still so competitive. And everybody's like, hey, this is television. We just react, man. We're not playing anymore. It's like the hardest thing you got to instill the people. I,
2: I can, you know what? I, I, I sort of imagine myself doing that, you know, calling a game or something and going, what the, heck? what is he doing? <laughs> you know, realizing if you're, if you're actually doing, you know, no, you have to stay normal. Oh, okay. Guys, we're going to cut to our third commercial uh, break here. Talking to the NFL, which team had the first running back to rush for 10,000 career yards, which 10,000 had the first yards. running back to rush for 10,000 career yards. Stay with us, Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back with some closing comments. Don't touch that dial.
8: USA. Your calcium doesn't increase bone density. Algae Cal Plus does. Talk to one of our bone health consultants today and see how Algae Cal Plus can start increasing your bone density. Call now.
1: 800 437 8217. 800 437 8217. 800 437 8217. That's 800 437 8217. How would you like to publish and sell your own audiobook? Great stories deserve great storytelling. Audiobook Network provides professional voice actors and full production services for every author's manuscript. You'll choose from one of our many voice actors. Bring your story to life with audiobooks. Consumers are mobile these days, and having an audiobook helps authors reach a larger customer base, which increases book sales. From narration, production, and editing, to distribution, promotion, and sales, Audiobook Network does it all for you.
2: Welcome back to Sports Econ One Hundred and One. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with F.B. Santangelo Jr., Vern Glenn, and Russell Jackson. We've got a quorum here. Uh, which team had the first running back to rush for ten thousand career yards? Which team? Just a
3: wild guess. Jim Brown.
2: Okay, so the team would be the Browns. Yeah, I was Stephen thinking Browns. The Browns. Very good. That's right. Very yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Yeah, we had we had uh, we talked a little bit about Jim Brown earlier today, but uh, yeah, very good. All right, guys. Any last? Uh... Just, a, just imagine
3: this guy. This this guy averaged a hundred yards for every game he played. Every game he played, and it was a scenario where everybody in the stadium knew he was
2: getting the ball, and they still couldn't stop him. He was a man man among boys. It seemed. Like a, loves, Bronco was. Nagurski, hey. if you remember him, <laughs> I don't know if you remember. Bro, you Hear the name Bronco Nagurski, but he he would like Bronco take six, Nagurski. Yeah, he would he would uh, drag like six guys with him uh, uh, to the end zone.
3: Okay, are hey you Russ,
2: b- before before before, yeah. before Edward lands the plane, yeah, hey
3: Russ, did you, did you did you see Paul Heyman on WWE Philadelphia calling out Brock Purdy in front of the crowd saying that That's Brock. Brock. Purdy, Purdy, yes, right. yeah, there you go. He's <laughs> Purdy. He normally manages a guy named Brock
4: Lesnar. So that's right, Brock Lesnar. Yeah, yes, right, guys. yeah, yeah. That was hilarious. Okay,
2: here's our thoughts for the day. At my funeral, take the bouquet off of my coffin and throw it to the crowd to see who's next. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. And uh, I'm 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 feeling kind of sad today. So can everyone please just send me cute pictures of their credit card uh, front and back? Yeah. All of right. Course. Tune in next week to Sports Ecom 101. We're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective and asking more sports trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Good night, America. Adios. So long.